0: Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Brie. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation.
1: Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Well, hello. Hello, my friends. How are you? Oh, just wonderful. I feel like it's been forever since we've talked. I know, right?
0: I I felt the same. Uh, <laughs> I realized I am such a horrible friend. I did not wish you a happy Mother's Day yesterday. Oh my
1: goodness. I uh, didn't wish you one either.
0: So, so I guess happy I'm just Mother's about, day. <laughs> happy, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yes, yes. How how was your day?
1: It was I'm trying to recall how it was. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was nice. I kind of slept in, and we had, like, all the kids joined us in bed in the morning, and we had, like, a little snuggle fest, which never happens. Um, and then my husband made breakfast, and we just kind of chilled at the house. Had a pretty laid-back day. What about you?
0: Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, I got to, I, they were under strict instructions to not wake me up. Uh, so I slept in and they um they brought me donuts like my favorite donuts and a which are uh, the old-fashioned kind I like to pick out the pick off the like the outside crunchy part
1: that's my favorite the old-fashioned is that like the is it like the cake yeah 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 yeah. they're they're
0: the cake ones so they're like dense Uh uh-huh Yeah. And that's like, I rarely eat them, but, um, so I have those and they got me a whole pie because apparently everyone needs a a whole pie. pie. Right. 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 Um, so that's actually come in handy over today with the stress eating. It's filled that void. So that's good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's been a Monday. It's been a Monday
0: already. Girl, I,
1: I hear you, but you know what? You just you just push through and, and keep trucking. <laughs>
0: you do, you know. I was just telling a another girlfriend of mine. Um, we were just catching up, and I said, you know, it's just been a day with the kids. We had some issues with one, and sometimes I hate being the parents that actually follow through and enforce like consequences. Oh, right. You know, <laughs> like, it's it's the right thing to do, you know, because we're not trying to raise little jerks. Right, but man it just sucks sometimes oh i know i know
1: that's when i call my husband i'm like tj (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) i try not to but she she even was like because the the thing that she did like she she did it to me and then she my husband went and kind of took over and you know laid down the law or whatever Mm -hmm. and so when i was speaking with her later she's like well why can't you give me a different punishment? Why is daddy punishing me? He, he wasn't even in on our conversation. Oh gosh. Yeah. This is what I'm dealing with. <laughs> and, um, and I said, well, honey, you know, daddy and I are a unite, we're a team. Uh-huh. And you know, we talked about that and, and this is what we agreed upon. Well, he doesn't have anything to do with it. I'm like, Oh, sister. Anyway, it was either pie or wine
1: out tonight so yeah sometimes you know yeah sometimes (laughs) it just it just works out that way yeah I (laughs) I've just Mm -hmm. been like so I since quarantine we haven't had anybody um looking after the kids you know they're not in school obviously right so today was the first day and my nephew came my very responsible 16 year old nephew who is Mm -hmm. amazing with my kids Came to the rescue, hallelujah! Praise the Lord because I totally (laughs) needed it today. Like, I sat in my office chair for like five minutes before I realized I was sitting there, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, there's no one around me, like, (laughs) asking me for anything. Like, I can focus, and I was like, You know, in that moment, I was like. I've got 50 million things to do and I don't even know where to start because I'm just so happy I'm by myself. (laughs) Right. Like, what do I do with all this time? (laughs) So yeah, that, that was just so nice. So just had that peace of mind for just, I mean, he was only here for a couple of hours, but I saw clients were part of it. And the other part, I got like, I got like computer work done. And so it was just like,
0: Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah. So yeah. it's
1: just, <laughs> so Good that was you. my therapy today. Good for you. That and it, I did have a chocolate, I did have a chocolate chunk cookie from yesterday. Um, Yummy. Yeah. So H-E-B has some killer like pecan chocolate chunk cookies. Oh, yeah. And so I had one yesterday and I stuck the rest in the freezer and then I had another one today. <laughs> so... Good for you. <laughs> right.
0: That's. That's the moderation lifestyle, sister. Right, 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 right. Yeah, well, good. Good, good, good. Um, okay, so it's kind of, I'm, I'm kind of excited about this topic because it's one of my favorites.
1: I know. I'm so <laughs> excited to hear about it.
0: <laughs> um, so it's all about sleep um, and the importance of sleep and, you know, adequate Adequate or, see, I can't even talk today. It's been one of those days because I I did not get enough Yeah, I was going to say, you need more so sleep. <laughs> I, this is what happens. Like, your cognitive function declines. Um, so, the importance of restful sleep is what we're going to talk about today. Um, and I've always thought it was interesting. You know, I, I don't know if your kids are the same way, but I'm betting they are. When kids get really tired, they get wound up. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, adults were tired. We're like, leave me alone. I want to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, But kids are the opposite. So that's always, that was always a sure sign that my kids were overtired when they were getting like more rambunctious as the day went on or closer to bedtime. And they're like crazy losing their mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like, oh, somebody did not sleep well last night. Or we have just like, you know, been overstimulated today. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, And that's one of those things nobody tells you.
1: You know,
0: you just, you're just like, why won't they go to sleep? What's wrong with them?
1: (laughs) Isn't it funny? The things that people don't tell you, especially when it comes to kids. I remember when I was pregnant, like I found out like, and luckily somebody told me because I would have been so mortified if I had found out after the fact the pregnancy or the delivery having the baby is not the worst part of the whole delivery process. It's the part afterwards, Mm -hmm. like right afterwards. And I'm not talking about, oh, like having an extra person and the sleeping. I'm talking about like how your body feels and, Mm -hmm. and uh, all the wonderful changes it goes through like Mm -hmm. shortly after and, the fact that you have to end up wearing a diaper for a while. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little graphic, but... No.
0: Hey, mom... Most moms can relate. I had a C-section with girls, yes, so that's right. I, I did not have to endure that. So,
1: you know... Lucky whilst, you.
0: <laughs> yeah. A C-section was not in the plans, but... Yeah. I didn't have to wear a diaper, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, <laughs> it's just, you know, all those
0: things, like... It's like in- adding insult to injury.
1: Like, well, really? but... But you know, a C section isn't easy to recover from either. You have a whole now, different
0: set of injuries that you have yeah, to. Yeah. I mean, it it's not, you know, but I'm I'm still very thankful I didn't have to wear a diaper. <laughs> 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 it's like you you know, you push this thing out of a little hole and, and then you have to wear a diaper on top of that. It's like, can I just be done?
1: Yeah, okay. yeah. So and yeah. just the the discomfort from like oh sitting and like you know all uh, the different things that could come i don't want to get too graphic because i yeah. know we have some men listeners and yeah. <laughs> they're gonna just yeah i don't want to gross anybody yeah. out but yeah so it's just but you know it. i was so thankful that someone had told me beforehand they always tell you what mm. to expect during right childbirth. they don't tell you what to expect after right Right. With kids. And so I feel like this is kind of the same thing with sleep. Like people forget to mention this whole part. Right. And i like, it's kind of an important part.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a crazy important part. You know, I, I've always been the somebody who loves sleep. So for me, it was like, dear Lord, baby Jesus, please let my baby sleep. <laughs> right. Um, and the good Lord provided. I, I know some women are probably going to want to punch me in the face for this and I totally, it's fine. You can, um, but my girls, so let me back up. We put them on a routine from the get-go because we had two at once and it was like, we have to get a routine down or we're screwed. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we legitimately had them on a schedule, like right out of the gate. Um, if one woke up, we woke the other one up. If one was eating, we tried to feed the other one, you know, put them down to bed at the same time. Same... We were really stringent on like, you know, the bottle bath bedtime routine, that whole thing. Um And we had great sleepers. Our girls started sleeping through the night at two months old and we didn't have to deal with any of that sleep regression stuff. So, I mean, and I know some moms are like, I hate you. You're stupid. I'm not listening to you anymore. Um, (laughs) But, and I get it, but we're making up for it with tantrums and a whole other kind of world. You don't even know. So yeah, (laughs) it it comes back in other ways, but anyway. um, But one thing they don't, at least I don't remember, and my girls are 10 and a half now, so it's probably just that I've forgotten, but I didn't even know, like, how much sleep they were really supposed to be getting, like, what's recommended, mm-hmm. right? Um,
1: is that something that you learned? Um, I mean, I had read some books and stuff, you know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. just, you know, but that stuff always changes. Oh, right. I just I knew they needed more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I was thinking like they probably needed somewhere between 10 to 12 hours
0: yeah. of sleep. Yeah. So I want to just r- share some super quick stats. I don't like to share a whole lot over like talking cause it just kind of gets lost, but, <laughs> um, just super quick, like newborn, you know, zero to three months it's recommended about 14 to 17 hours, um, And and again, these are all things that I think are very individual to the person or the infant. Every single baby is different. Right. Um, Just like like you and I are very different. So take it with a grain of salt. They're just recommendations Um, from about four to 11 months. It's recommended about 12 to 15, not more than 18. Um, Toddlers, one to two-ish, 11 to 14 hours when they're about three to five, 10 to 13. So you're starting to see a trend that's Mm -hmm. decreasing as they're getting older. Right. Right. And then the six to 13, which is where my kids are right now is recommended nine to 11. And I can tell you if my kids don't get enough sleep, they're little nightmares. Mm -hmm. They are just like their mom. They don't function well if they don't get good sleep. Um, And then as you get older, you know it decreases, and then for adults, it's recommended that magic seven to nine hours. Um, all right.
1: So, and you know, it's funny because, so my kids. So I'm I'm a morning person, and mm-hmm. I was, I pretty much wake up happy for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just harder when I'm not getting enough sleep, like without my with sure. kids or whatever, but. My middle one is totally me. Like he can function on almost no sleep and he wakes up like happy as can be. And just my husband just makes fun of it because my oldest is just like my husband where he could Mm. sleep for hours and he could sleep like there could be a tornado coming through our house and he could sleep no problem. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. still hard to tell which way my, my daughter is going to be our youngest, but um, she's starting to show more signs like me where she like wakes up like happy and could function on like no sleep so well, when you're saying like your daughters are just like you and and their sleep patterns and yeah it's just yeah
0: <laughs> well my condolences to your husband and your eldest <laughs> because I feel their pain you know I remember somebody told me people used to make fun of me and you know when like you're pregnant and those annoying people are like, well, just you wait until yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's like, shut up. Nobody wants to hear that. You know. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, seriously, but people always told me just you wait. You'll be a morning person when you have that baby, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what, Linda? Oh, wait, that's, I'm not talking about my mother-in-law. That is her name, but I'm not talking about her. That's just the name that came to mind. And I can't say Karen, you know, even though Karen's super popular, but that's my mom's name. So let's go with Susie. Mm-hmm. Guess what, Susie? I'm still not a morning person. I'm just have kids now. Right. That didn't change. Um, but you know, yeah. So they both have to get their sleep. Now Addison is more alert in the morning. She's, she's more talkative like my husband and is good to go. Like once she's up, she's fine. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn is more like me and it's kind of like, do we really have to be talking right now? <laughs> Can you just like not look at me? That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's more my speed. That's my child for sure. Uh, <laughs> anywho. So the other thing that I was reading about the other day um, that I thought was kind of interesting, and I, and I haven't really been down this path because I haven't encountered it, right? Is that snoring, when your little kids are snoring, if this is something that's going on a lot, you may, you may get your uh, kiddo checked for sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're snoring and they're waking up and they're just not sleeping well, they're groggy, they're, they're not functioning well. And you're like, Oh, it's cute. They're snoring. It, you yeah. know, you may follow up with your pediatrician on that. Cause I know my girls will snore from every now and again, but it's not a continuous cause for concern. Right. It's right. Like, oh, maybe, maybe they're stuffy or it's a rare thing that they snore. So it doesn't Concerned me, so I never thought about that. But the more I was digging into that and, and researching a little bit more for this topic, I was like, oh, dang, I never even thought about that. So, mm-hmm. definitely something to be on the lookout for. You know, if your kiddo is really struggling with staying awake and or getting quality sleep and you notice that snoring, I would maybe mention it to your pediatrician. Um,
1: well, also, pediatricians, yeah. sorry, no, um, no. pediatricians are now starting to ask in the well checks, at least in the younger kids. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure about the older ones because, you know, my oldest is turned seven, and I just, Mm -hmm. I haven't taken him in for his um, check yet, but Mm. when Liam turned four, they were asking, and then, you know, Lily turned two, same month Liam turned four, so they asked about their appointments if they snored because they had explained that, you know, it um, tied it to, like, sleep apnea and stuff like that, and... I mean, none of my kids really snore unless they get congested, right. but it's not like a consistent snoring. Not like a grown man snoring. No, no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's interesting because I don't ever remember that being asked at my girl's appointments. And I mean, we're not, you know, they're 10 and a half. It hasn't been that long, but it just shows you how things change and we're constantly learning more. Right. You know? um, so I just thought that was interesting. Um, so a little more just about sleep in general is I feel like it's safe to say that everybody knows we need adequate sleep. That's where our body heals, particularly if you've had a great workout, right? Um, you you need that sleep so your body can repair and restore itself. Um, we need that sleep to have better cognitive function mm-hmm. the next day, to feel refreshed, right? To be able to do what we need to do.
1: I think that's where us as moms suffer, <laughs> the right. cognitive part.
0: For sure. You know, we get in that, that brain fog and then we think, oh, we'll catch up later. I'll catch up on the weekend or, but it unfortunately doesn't work like that. If you've got chronic sleep loss, it can actually lead to an increased risk of high blood pressure, heart disease, weight gain, obesity, and even, um, depression. Um, So, you know, some things that you can try, naps are great. If you can get in a, you know, 20 minute nap, that will definitely help Um, versus, oh, I'm going to make it up on the weekend. Like you can't just sleep for 14 hours, you know, and make it up that way. But if you can get in a power nap, that may be really beneficial for you. You just kind of have to learn how to power nap. I did.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I love, my husband is like the champion for power napping. Me, oh, yeah? if I try to close my eyes, I wake up. It doesn't matter whether it's 20 minutes, an hour, two hours, I wake up with a headache and I'm even more tired than when I went to oh. sleep. So I might as well just stay up.
0: Yeah. You know, I used to be like that. And every now and again, that'll still happen, like where you sleep so hard mm-hmm. and then you get up and you feel drugged. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt like yes, that? Yes. All the time. Oh, Any time I
1: take a nap. And so I rarely yeah. ever take a nap. I mean, like I'll lay down and rest Right. But I just, but some people are built up, like, some people yeah. have no problems, I, you know. Yep.
0: I finally figured it out this past, I don't know, the past year or so, um, when I would have a really small window between clients and when I had to get the girls from school, and I was just dragging because I'm up at 5 a.m., you know, every day for clients, and, you know, burning both ends of the candle type of a thing some days, and it was catching up with me, so I had to learn how to power nap. Um, and it makes such a difference. It just takes time. Oh yeah, <laughs> for, some, for some of us, for some of us anyway. Um, so it, just a little little quick blurb on the sciencey part of things. If you're not getting sufficient quality sleep, your body is making fewer cytokines. I think that's how you say that properly. <laughs> I totally just drew a blank on that. It doesn't no. sound right. Um, is that right?
1: Cytokines. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called okay. yes, yes, yes. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, if I mispronounce, that, whatever. Anyway. Um, so anyway, that's, that's how I always said it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That's how every time I've ever read it or in a book, I'm like cytokines. Okay, cool. Anyway, it's a um, type of protein that targets infection and inflammation and works with your, um, to create a, in, your immune response. So they're produced and released during the sleep, which is obviously something you need. And if you're skimping out on your sleep, you're, you're decreasing your immune response, which I think is really important, especially Mm -hmm. given what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Um, And I even read, this may be something like, if you're really interested in it, I would delve in a little bit further on your own, um, but I found a study and I cannot remember where it is because I didn't write it down. So shame on me, but that chronic sleep loss can even make the flu vaccine less effective because it's reducing your body's immune response.
1: Hmm, Interesting. So that was
0: interesting. Um, So man, I wish I would have written that study down. I hate not having that. I'll have to dig into it. Um, Anywho. So I wanted to talk about two Cause I know a lot of, I actually saw a post in a mom's group. I'm a part of, I don't know if you saw it the other day. She was like, I'm having trouble sleeping. What do you think about drinking a glass of wine at night? And I was like, Oh, and I actually didn't end up responding to her, but I was like, no, 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 no. That's the last thing you want to do. Um, I know it can help cause it makes you tired, mm-hmm. but it's not doing you any favors. Mm-mm. Um, you know, you're, you're, drinking calories or drinking sugar, depending on what type of wine you're drinking or beverage you're having. Um, and alcohol lowers your inhibitions. It lowers your, your, see, my brain fog is severe today. (laughs) Um, when we drink alcohol, we tend to get the munchies and make poor decisions, Mm -hmm. right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So it's not helping you in that regard. Um, and your sleep is not improved with alcohol. Your sleep is actually worse off
1: it's just like disrupted get... right in exactly. a sense
0: exactly and, and I look I get it like I had twins I know what it's like to be desperate for sleep too um, but I just encourage you to try all the other natural things before you do that um, and I think we've talked about this before you know um, setting up your environment mm-hmm. to go to sleep meaning you know a nice cool dark room comfortable sheets comfortable bedding Maybe a hot shower, hot bath, um, ditching the electronics before we go to bed, at least an hour before we go to bed, making sure we've had our last meal at least an hour or two before bed. So our body is able to digest things properly. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are going to be on electronics, at least try to wear some blue blocking glasses. Um, you know, find some other things that kind of get you tired, reading, maybe listening to a book or using one of the apps like Calm or Brain FM or one of those meditative apps. Um, I hear those are fantastic. Um, using a white noise machine, drinking hot tea, obviously decaf. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, well, I love chamomile tea. Like Okay. Yeah, chamomile tea is, and it doesn't have like a really pungent taste like some teas mm-hmm. do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you can just, you can even, if you don't like plain tea, you can even sweeten it up a little bit with some honey. Um, yeah. You know, just, to, and honey's good for you too. I mean, it's got other right. healing properties. Um, but yeah, chamomile is a good one. Yeah. That's a great option. Um,
0: so any of those things, and melatonin too. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with melatonin is though, you don't want to take it forever. It's right. it's going to inhibit your body's natural production of it. Um, so, you know, definitely watch that. Um, and then also making sure that your internally, you know, your hormones and stuff aren't out of whack. I know if your progesterone is really low, that can really inhibit your sleep as well. Um, and you know, there's a myriad of other hormones and, and things that could be going on. So don't just, don't just discount it and immediately jump to the, you know, over the counter sleep aids or alcohol to, help you go to sleep. Um, that should be a last ditch effort. (laughs) Right. Um, the other thing that I'm really, really fond of, especially for women and given everything that's going on right now is doing, um, in addition to that wind down routine, just like we have a routine for, for our babies and our kids, adults should really have one too. It's signaling the body, Hey, it's time to chill out. Right. Um, so I like to do a brain dump and it, it's just what it sounds like. I tell, tell my clients just to grab a piece of paper and a pen. It has to be written down. This is not something you do on an electronic device because there is, you know, science to back it up that actually taking pen to paper is more beneficial than just typing it out.
1: Uh, um, Oh, I believe so, that I'm a, I'm that's what I do.
0: I I know I'm the same. It drives my husband crazy because I have my paper like planner that I write everything out in, but I still have it in my phone too. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I don't, if I don't go through the act of physically writing it, it doesn't stay in my brain. Even though I can see it on my phone, it does not stay in my brain.
1: I think I remember when I was in college that they were saying that you are more likely to remember something if you actually write it out. And so it just helps you, even though you've got it stored on your phone, like you're, I think, much easier to recall appointments and engagements or events you've got going on if you – because you actually have to look at your phone. A lot of times I just assume that I know what my day's going to be like. And then I get a phone call from a client or something like, oh, I thought we had a, an appointment. And I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. like, I mean, it rarely happens, but it does happen. Like right. where I just assumed, you know, I I don't know what I was thinking, but I had forgotten. Yeah. So,
0: And I don't know about you, but how many times do you go to specifically pick up your phone to look at something and get sidetracked and never get around to looking at what you had originally went to go look at?
1: That's usually what happens with my my whole client uh, issue. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So
0: <laughs> Glad to know I'm not alone. Um, so back to the brain dump thing. So you've got your piece of paper and in, in your pen or pencil. And I literally want you to write down every single thing that's going on in your brain. And I'm not talking like a detailed paragraph, you know, whatever. But let's say, you know, as women, we've got these perpetual to-do lists. And it could be something as simple as you need to pay your electric bill tomorrow. Um, you know, you need to pick up the dry cleaning. You have to take the kid here. You got to do this, do the laundry. You want to vacuum, whatever, you know, all those things. And then you've got other things rolling around and they're like, Oh my gosh, I should have sent a thank you note from, for that Christmas present. And I've really been meaning to clean out the, um, clean out the attic. And I have got to take that stuff to Goodwill that's been in my car for two months. Um, oh, and I need to make the kid's dentist appointment this, you know, in six months. So all these things, even though they may not be like right at the forefront, they're still rolling around in your brain. Mm -hmm. And if you can get them on paper, get it all out, no matter how big or small. And then what I recommend is going back through that list and pulling out the things, making like pulling them out to the side, writing them out to the side. So essentially another list, um, writing out the things that have to be done tomorrow. Like if I don't do this, somebody's going to die or not be fed or our electricity is going to be cut off, you know, something super urgent. And then you just keep going through that list until it's all broken down into like has to be done tomorrow, has to be done this week, has to be done this month and so on and so forth. And what that does is it kind of helps calm your brain down a little bit and help you realize all those things that you think you have to do to be successful or feel accomplished doesn't have to be done today. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those things you might realize that's really not a big deal. I don't care about that anymore anyway.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. Uh, So it's helped a lot of my clients. What it does is help your brain calm down because a lot of at least a lot of my female clients, they feel like they're a hamster on a wheel. Right. And their, little, their brain is just running and running and running and it never stops. So this can, it, it's an effective method just to help them chill out a little bit. Yeah. And like, and like, oh my gosh, okay, I can handle this. This isn't so bad. I only have like four things that have to be done tomorrow. I can totally do that. uh. Um, so that's one of the things that I like to do, and I'll do it from time to time, too, because I used to be that perpetual hamster on a wheel, and it's exhausting to be oh, like that. Oh, for sure. Um, so I hope that that will be helpful to someone that's never given it a try, and maybe that'll help them sleep a little easier tonight
1: or whenever they're listening. Well, I definitely need to give that a try. I mean, I've yeah. i always... so. My neighbor, he it recently, well, last year he started his own business and he went to like all of these like business seminars led by all these like inspirational leaders that have started these successful businesses. And I can't remember which one he said he went to, but he said one of the ones he went to, they recommended that, you know, you've got like a million things going on throughout the day. Um, and you're trying to prioritize stuff, and you, you get distracted. and So at the beginning of every day, write down the top six things that you need to get done, and you just mm-hmm. focus on those six things. Until those six things are done, you don't focus on anything else. Like, you write out your mm-hmm. list of six things every single mm-hmm. day. And, mm-hmm. and that, I mean, that's help me. Now, it's not exactly the same thing as what you're talking about, but
0: it just helps
1: you to organize your day better. So at the end of the day, you feel more successful, more accomplished. So maybe it will help you sleep better because you may not have as many things rolling around. I think we need that sense of accomplishment in order to complete our day.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, and and that's another good one that I forgot to mention too. It, number one, like we say, which is about everything, it's important to find the thing that works for you, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that, that may look totally different than what your BFF does and it doesn't matter. Um, but I, I do the same thing. So I don't really need to do the brain dump anymore, mm-hmm. uh, but I do do a daily or a weekly to do list and I write down all the things. And whatever I don't accomplish, you know, that week or that day, it just gets carried over to the next. Um, And so for me, what I have found sometimes is some of these things are continuing to carry on for like weeks at a time. And I really give it some thought after that. And I'm like, okay, is it, why am I not completing this? And sometimes it's just because it's not that important to me anymore. And it doesn't really matter if it gets done. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm one of those that puts everything on my to-do list. Cause I like, I like to cross stuff off. It makes mm-hmm. me feel good. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: even if it's like,
1: I would have never known that about you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> even if it's like, I already took the trash out. I may just write it on the list and cross it out anyway, yeah. because it's a dumb thing and I feel better. So it's a sense of accomplishment. it is, it is. And it's like, sometimes I need to see because I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. And sometimes I need to see like, Oh no, I really did. I did all this today. Like I'm good. You know, I I don't have to be so hard on myself or it's fine. Um, but then those things that are continuing to carry on, it's like, why do I keep having this on my list? I'm not accomplishing it. It has no bearing on either my business or my family or whatever. And I'll just let it go. Mm -hmm. Um, if it comes back up later on, okay, that's fine. Obviously I'm not talking about some major goals here. I'm talking about like the little nitpicky things that for some reason we feel like we have to do sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm like, just let it go. It's dumb. <laughs> it's obviously not that important or I would have already done it. Right. Um, so I don't know that that's what has been working for me for quite a while. Uh, so again, you know, just find what works for you. Don't be afraid to try different things, whether that's a list or an app on your phone or journaling that helps me as well. Um, you know whatever you can create to give you a sense of accomplishment or a sense of peace before you go to sleep mm-hmm. will help you have more restful sleep and that's what we all are after absolutely
1: yes um and so i wanted to touch on one of the things you had mentioned earlier when you were talking about a glass of wine for mm-hmm. now i i don't use a glass of wine to go to a sleep but i do use it to help my body relax mm, and I don't, yes. I don't think that I mean like if it's it should not be an every night thing just like you shouldn't use right. melatonin every night like if you're feeling super anxious or stressed out or something you know yes like use, you know kind of like medicine you don't you don't you don't take medicine you don't take um Tylenol every time you aren't feeling like 100% you only take it when you're you know really sick same mm-hmm. thing with, with like a glass of wine. It's not something you should do all the time. Um, right. But, you know, if you're using it on occasion, to like, you want to go take a bubble bath and you want to sip oh, a yeah. glass of wine just to relax. And, you know, yeah, that may help you get to sleep later on because you took that time to relax. To unwind. Right. Yeah. Right. But so it's the unwinding process that's helping you sleep, not that glass of wine.
0: Right. And and I completely agree with that and I'm glad you made that distinction. Um and it's important too that 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 oh I just need this to unwind doesn't become a daily thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I mean, you know, whatever, but if it's an everyday thing like I have to have this to unwind that's that can be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, that's
1: what they call yeah. addiction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's a whole other podcast. That's not our area of expertise. No, not at all. Um, you know so it's just being mindful and and I use we're not huge drinkers granted we have drinking drinking drink yeah. <laughs> um sounds like I'm drinking now and I'm not uh, we have drink more during all this crap than we normally do for sure mm-hmm. uh, and and we have used it for that purpose just like you said it's like oh my gosh I am just like wound super tight today and I can't chill out you know I've worked out I've done all the things that's not working have a glass of wine, chill out a little bit, a couple hours before bed, and it's like, okay, I can finally just relax. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. Uh, but today, key lime pie won. You yeah
1: won, so. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> whatever. You you, know. you do you, boo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You got you know, some days you just gotta roll with the punches and be like, all right, key lime pie wins. Like, it
0: totally did, and it was so good, yeah. so good. You know,
1: and that's as long as you enjoyed the heck out of that key lime pie. Oh my gosh! And yes, you, you know, you no regret. right? <laughs> no regrets, no regrets,
0: <laughs> yeah. not at all. So,
1: I mean, there, and that's what I try to get across to you know clients or people that are venting or you know that. It's okay to enjoy things like that. Just don't over enjoy them. Like enjoy them right. in the moment. Don't right. enjoy them so much that it becomes a daily ritual.
0: Right, right. That's when you need to be able to check yourself. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and and that goes for food and and any other type yeah of thing that becomes your your vice. Well, um, so. so it's just like
1: as if you know, like an alcoholic uses alcohol to relax or to, you know, deal with the day. I mean, you can be, you're just as likely to be addicted to food. Actually, people are more addicted to food than alcohol. It's just that right. alcoholism is classified as a disease where, you know, being a foodaholic isn't.
0: Um, and you know what really sucks about that is you can survive without alcohol, but you can't survive without food. Right. <laughs>
1: so you know it's just it's it's a nummy alcohol is like a numbing agent but food can work in just the same way absolutely i mean
0: and anything can you know gambling sex Mm -hmm. cigarettes drugs whatever i mean you know pick your poison right um speaking of that i'm excited for the episode we have coming up soon about um what are we going to call it eat this not that something along those lines something like that yeah 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 I know we get this um these questions a lot so how about we um get into that one next uh um yep I'm there (laughs) perfect all right sister well have a wonderful Monday night and I will catch you next time
1: all right next time all right
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of beyond fitness with Mel and Brie. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast to connect with us. Feel free to look us up on Facebook at beyond fitness with Mel and Brie, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Brie at hope faith, get fit until next time.